time no talk um yeah on podcast yeah <laughs> on the podcast true mm-hmm. true i am fighting a cold so i probably sound a little more nasally than normal okay. and i am trying to have a big glass of water and cough drops in front of me so that i don't go into a coughing fit Oh, it's so crazy because I was watching. Um, <clears throat> I don't again no television, but I watch clips of things I like or Hulu, Netflix. So mm-hmm. I was watching a clip of Wendy Williams' Hot Topic, and she <laughs> mm-hmm. went into this crazy coffee fit. Oh no! And I was like, oh my god! So like everyone's like just kind of like watching, and I was like, can they edit this? Yeah, that's weird. Why wouldn't you edit that out? <laughs> why do I, who watch you this like like a day or two later, why do I have to see this? So that's bizarre. It was so weird to me. Hmm. Yeah. Strange. So how's your day? Um, I'm exhausted. It took everything in me to still be up. Oh my gosh, I'm so tired. My day started at six AM. Mm-hmm. Same here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doing stuff the whole time. Ended with my last meeting ending at seven o'clock, I think. Mm. Well, it's a full day. A full freaking day. But good. I can't complain. Making money moves. I'm saying, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Can you just say the dream clients? Like, I've been really lucky, like, I've had, like, really great clients, but this couple, like, took them out this weekend, they're like, okay, yeah, this one, we're tired of looking at houses. You know, decision, decisive. Yeah, they're like, yeah, this one, yeah, we want to, so new construction, so I just had to go out there and meet them and just kind of step step official official everything mm-hmm. and so they got to see their little plot of dirt and they're mm-hmm. very happy yeah nice um, there was Great. a little Cinco de Mayo celebration that I was going to try to go to but I was like yeah it's 25 minutes away from where I am right now and that's like a whole like 50 minutes away from home oh. no thank you yeah yeah was, we're good you know yeah, I was south already, so it's like even farther south. And I was like, "Yeah, you know what? No, because I don't want to <laughs> drive back home after drinking margaritas. Mm-hmm. If I could use a couple of margaritas, but no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just going home. So came home and tried not to go to sleep. There you go. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I had to take a little tiny ten minute." 
power nap. It wasn't I really a nap. I did doze off just, um, just enough to where it felt like a little something. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I'm on. angry. Yeah, I needed it though because otherwise it would have been a bad situation. Okay, well, we'll see what's going to happen because that's we'll see. a bad situation. <laughs> yeah, because literally I was like, okay, stay up, stay up. Hmm. Yeah, I was like dozing a few times. Yeah, I feel you. A can. So hold on. Oh, you hear that? Yeah, a little pop. That satisfying sound of a brand new can of something. Mm -hmm. It's a can of simpler wine brand peach Italian wine cocktail from Trader Joe's. Ooh, that sounds yummy. Mm -hmm. Peach Italian wine. So they have a rosé one, and mm, then just mm-hmm. a regular sparkling wine. Okay, it's spark. Oh, so it's sparkling. Yeah, and it's in mm-hmm. a little can. It's in a. Is it frizzante? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Uh, well, I don't know if it's to help though with the. Yeah, I don't. Be I don't know. Thing. Yeah, I was gonna say. I'd be what you need is like a can of Coca Cola. God, and I bought some little cans to put it in the fridge. Oh, I love work. those little cans. Yeah, because that's what, oh my God, because I'll stop and get like a, a iced tea or like, you know, a drink in a drive through. Because, you know, everyone has mm-hmm. like dollar drinks. And mm-hmm. the fellow was like, well, you know what you need to do. You need to just have some soda in your car. And I was like, I don't need to have anything in my car, but I do. I have it. I'm gonna put it put it in my office, like so I can just have like the little drink every now and then when I need a little, little yeah, a little pick me up. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I um in the car you can't have soda in the car. What good is that? It's gonna be warm. And he was like, all you need to do is he's so budget conscious. All you do is just you just have to get a um a cup of ice. Cup of ice. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I was like, okay, I'm not doing all that's, that. Yeah, that's not happening. Like, you don't gotta listen you know, I know you're not gonna listen to me I'm like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. probably right <laughs> you're probably right on this one for sure yeah. yeah that's funny very good so um I'm Andrea I'm Kristen <laughs> and this is wait Tell me everything. Um, the and podcast where we don't <laughs> podcast sometimes. Is... The podcast where you don't see us for a couple of weeks, and then we show back up on your feed. Yeah, like we like we never left. Like we never left. Like we were here all along. Since we just pick up where we left off. That's 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 it's the podcast where we pick up where we left off. That's, fr- that's you know what? That's friendship. It's like a good friend. Mm-hmm. You don't have to explain where you've been, what you've been doing. You just start Pick talking. Up. Okay, and I'm Pick also up. eating good and plenty. Wow, I can hear the good and the plenty. Yeah, sorry. So loud. This iPhone microphone is, like, amazing. Um, you got a new microphone? No, it's the same one, but, it, like, it picks up everything. Oh, so, it, like, it absolutely does. Yeah. 
Absolutely does. Yep. So, again, as I am fading fast. Um, yes. Get into it. Okay, newsworthy. I actually have three little stories today. Oh, my God. They're little. You're going to keep up, you know, take up for me since I don't have very much to go on. Okay, it's not a lot. All right, I'm going to start global and then work our way more, more closer. <laughs> good, good word. Oh my gosh, I'm so articulate. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're very the, bright. The podcast was very, <laughs> we're very bright, super articulate. Mm-hmm. Um, all those things, you know all the all words. Things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, sip of water so I don't choke. <clears throat> all right, this is from out of CNN Travel.com. Um, Byline by Rob Pichetta um, and um, Dateline May 2nd. The headline is Tons of Trash Removed from Everest as Cleanup Unearths Bodies. Mount Everest is covered in trash. Decades of climbing on the world's highest mountain have turned it into a very tall garbage dump strewn with rubbish, human waste, and even bodies. But a dedicated and impressively fit team of volunteers are tackling the problem by carrying out one of the world's most ambitious cleanups, and it's seeing immediate results. Three metric tons of garbage have been collected from the mountain in just the first two weeks of the scheme, according to AFP. Excuse me, that's about the weight of two SUVs or a large male hippo. The task is being carried out by a 14-member team, which has been set the task of recovering 10 metric tons within 45 days, the agency reports. Waste recovered on Everest cleaning campaign includes empty cans, bottles, Plastic, discarded climbing gear, army helicopters uh, are assisting to remove the garbage, and the team is set to ascend. Okay. <laughs> what? Oh, sorry. You're like listing things, and you're like army helicopters. Okay, there are army helicopters <laughs> that are just. <laughs> yeah, girl, people left their army helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute. That hold right. on. That doesn't sound right. I love this because this is something I know a little bit about, so go on. Mm, okay. Um, no, army helicopters have assisted in removing the garbage, <laughs> and the team is set to ascend to higher camps to collect more. Four bodies have also been located on the 8,848-meter mountain. Um, it says, our team has now reached the Everest base camp for the cleaning campaign. All the necessary things, including food, water, shelter, have already been arranged there, according to the director general of Nepal's tourism department, Dandu Raj Gimiri. And um, it says that ne- Nepalese, ne- Nepalese government and local communities have long been wrestling with this problem of waste on the mountain as climbers from across the world travel to the country every year to attempt to ascend its summit. Since 2011, regular efforts have been made to recover several tons of trash from the mountain and waste management systems have been introduced. 
And then <clears throat> there's a whole thing of visual on this article, if you look it up, on how these like waste management systems and how you manage human waste on a mountain that's 8,000 some meters tall. Mm. Mm. Very interesting. Um, so um, the, uh, it says, uh, according to Evet, Everest Cemeteries Association, the enormous increase in visitors in recent decades has had a severe impact on the mountain's sensitive environment. Um, the government also introduced a deposit for climbers in 2014, which is returned if they come back to the mountain's base with eight kilograms of trash. <coughs> Excuse me. In February, China banned non-climbers from its side of the mountain in an effort to reduce waste. But those in charge of the cleanup have another problem to deal with, climate change, which is melting snow on the mountain quicker and exposing an increasing number of dead bodies. Due to the impact of climate change and global warming, snow and glaciers are fast melting and dead bodies are increasingly being exposed and discovered by climbers. More than 200 mountaineers have died on the peak since 1922, when the first climbers' deaths on Everest were recorded. <clears throat> the majority of bodies are believed to have remained buried under glaciers or snow. So, interesting, right? Because, mm -hmm. yeah, I was like, I don't know why I know about the Mount Everest thing, but I... <clears throat> got into like one of my research holes one day mm -hmm. about Mount Everest again something that I absolutely I was like I have interest in it but like you know I've never thought about climbing even a rock wall <laughs> in my life I was gonna so. say, wait, you're not a mountain climber yeah Sorry. no I feel like I've been lied to me. all this time yeah this is like right up my alley oh my god we're doing like a volunteer <laughs> thing in a couple of weeks and uh -huh. I'm just like, listen, all these activities you guys have are outside. I can't do outside stuff. Like, <laughs> I, ha I was like, I can't. Like, my allergies, like, I will be in bed the whole rest of the week. Right. I was like, tell me what other things I can do because I can't do outside things. So, yeah, so outside things are not, I was like, there's not one inside job. I don't understand this. Right. I don't do outside things. So, so the whole, how I got into this whole, like, Mount Everest thing, I'll never know. But, you know, we're a little intrigued by, you know, dark things. So mm -hmm. to me, like, just knowing, like, like how many people still die mm -hmm. doing it and, like, how because it's so dangerous sometimes to retrieve the bodies, they're just there. Like, right. they're famous bodies there. Like, yeah. the green boots and and all that kind of stuff. So it's just, it's just, it's just fascinating that someone has finally, I'm like, yeah, let's kind of clean this up. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it's a big, you know, it's like as, as described, it's a huge endeavor. Yeah. Um, it's it's crazy, but yeah, it does. It makes it's, it's surprising that it's taken them so long to be like, you know, like, let's, let's get serious about this and, you know, pull together but whatever. Still, you know, there have been so many more people who now have attempted to do it than in years past 
because mm-hmm. of, you know technology and you know sure. different things whatever it's a little easier but it's still like the terrain or whatever it just doesn't necessarily um and like you know how you can traverse the area it doesn't really you know lend itself for like that kind of mission so i understand right. why sure. you know this is not like everybody can't do this so yeah sure so i get it but yeah that's kind of it's it's crazy. So. It's interesting, yeah. but I, I yeah. thought, like, not for lack of trying, though. I thought that, that the, this idea of the deposit was an interesting one. I was like, oh, that's smart. Like, you know, you have to put down some deposit to climb, but you get it back if you bring back trail and trash with you or whatever. Yeah. Um, like, I was like, okay, that's smart. Like, some that's that was someone who was like thinking on their feet and trying to like, mm-hmm. you know, how do we? As long as you're up there, why don't you clean up while you're there? You know. Yeah, but some people are just like so busy, just just trying to survive and like adjust sure. to the elements. They're not thinking about cleaning nothing up. And I heard like the one story. Yeah, it's anyway. Yeah, it's that is fascinating. Okay, good job, Andrea. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so bringing it bringing it down a notch. Okay. Um, <clears throat> this is breaking news. Um, from just um, this this evening. Uh, this is from the uh, LA Times article posted um, just a couple hours ago by Josh Rottenberg. Uh, headline, headline is, Peter Mayhew, the towering Chewbacca in the Star Wars film, dies at 74. So this is sad. Um, so Peter Mayhew, who brought the Wookiee warrior Chewbacca to life in the original Star Wars trilogy, has died. The British actor's family announced his death on social media, hmm. saying that he died Tuesday at his hmm. home in North Texas. No cause was given. Hmm. Um, his family wrote, <clears throat> he put his heart and soul into the role of Chewbacca, and it showed in every frame of the films. From his knock-kneed running, firing his bowcaster from the hip, his bright blue eyes down to each subtle movement of his head and mouth, but to him, the Star Wars family meant so much more to him than a role in a film. Um, and then it goes on to say that standing at seven feet three, Mayhew was originally cast as a fierce, furry sidekick and co-pilot to Harrison Ford's Han Solo, owing entirely to his imposing physicality. Isn't that crazy? Seven foot three. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> It says George Lucas was desperate to find someone in England who would be taller than Darth Vader, who was played by six foot six bodybuilder David Prowse. And then he finds Mayhew, who had been working as a hospital orderly when he was discovered. Can you imagine that coming into your room when you're in the hospital? I know, seven foot three. That's I can't, I'm like, that's just ridiculously tall. Excuse me. Excuse me. Hold on, I have to cough again. Sorry. Okay, it'll be sad. And so, um, the just the uh, Mark Hamill tweeted, he was the gentlest of giants, a big man with an even bigger heart, who never failed to make me smile, and a loyal friend who I love dearly. I'm grateful for the memories we shared, and I'm a better man for just having known him. Thanks, Pete. And then. from Harrison Ford. Peter Mayhew was a kind and gentle man possessed of great dignity and noble character. These aspects of his own personality, plus his wit, 
grace that he brought to Chewbacca. We were partners in film and friends in life for over 30 years, and I loved him. He invested his soul in the character and brought great pleasure to the Star Wars audience. May he was survived by his wife, Angie, and their three children. Hmm. So it was just some really sweet tributes and just um, yeah. a sad loss for the Star, War- Star Wars uh, fans near and far. Yeah. yeah. So rest in peace, rest in peace, Peter. No, Mayhew. rest in peace. Rest in peace. <laughs> okay. Okay. Last story. Um, today you would pick like you're not feeling good. You would pick like all the stories you have. The all thing the is, I out. feel fine. It's just that I, it's you know, it's like that tail end of this cold that I caught. And at any given moment, I just start hacking. It's so annoying. Yeah, it's um, horrible. Okay. It's terrible. Okay. This is something you sent me. Um, Did I know? Mm-hmm. Okay. From a couple of days ago. <clears throat> I don't remember. We'll go ahead. It's out of NBC Washington. And it says, um, by Drew Wilder and Miranda Jackson, the headline is Montgomery County Schools crack down on students ordering lunch to campus. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is Montgomery uh, County in Maryland. Mm-hmm. It says it seems some students at high schools would rather eat delivery pizza than what's served in the cafeteria or packed away in their lunch boxes. First of all, this is high school, so I'm sure they don't have lunch boxes, but okay. Albert Einstein, I mean, <laughs> Albert Einstein High School in Kensington has seen a recent influx of students getting lunch delivered to campus. School administrators said they are taking extra steps to discourage students from ordering fast food to school grounds because it creates a serious safety issue. Mm-hmm. Drivers can easily drive or walk onto the campus and sometimes go into the building. Derek Turner, who's the spokesperson for the county schools, says what we're finding is that it's a logistical nightmare for both students and for the school. The rise of apps such as Uber Eats and DoorDash mean a delivered lunch is just a few taps away. Many delivery services can be, even be scheduled, making it easier, even easier for students to get their food when they want it. Earlier in April, um, Albert Einstein High School administrators released a statement to students and parents saying that they would take, that they would place a security guard at checkpoints around the campus <laughs> to prevent traffic from coming onto the school grounds during lunch periods. The security guards checks every car coming in and out of the school during those times. We have not experienced any threats or issues. We just would like better knowledge and control as to who's entering the property. Once the weather changes, more kids will be outside in lunch and we want to discourage visitors. (laughs) Sandy Marsden, an elementary school employee agreed with this decision. It's always on the back of your mind, like, who are these people coming in the front door? The statement from the school also said that students have their lunches delivered, may f- who have their lunches delivered may feel inclined to eat whenever they choose instead of during their assigned lunchtime, or that the student may not be able to pay for the food once it arrives. But that's not how the app works, so that's dumb. The school hopes these new traffic stop policies will prevent any future problems. <clears throat> this is really about disruption to our learning environment, when we have drivers trying to get in and out and get paid and we have students late to class. So I feel like 
<clears throat> I don't totally get it. Like, first of all, the way these apps work is that you pay for your food in the app. Like, they don't deliver. It's not like when you deliver. It's not like old school where you call for a pizza and you pay them when they get there. Like, there are some apps, I want to say like Eat24, where you can like pay like in cash. So there are some apps where you can't pay, you can choose to pay in cash. Okay. I don't use those apps, yeah. I guess. Because I never have cash. Um, right. <laughs> um, so, okay. I guess that then that's a, a real issue. But like, I don't know. It just seems like. It seems like it would be easier to set up a way, you know, kind of like the way that, um, you know, the way that airports have had to, like, make accommodations for, like, a section where Uber picks up and Lyft picks up, you know? Um, it seems like it'd be simpler to have, a like, a, a designated thing than to, like, try to, like, you know, like the school is doing, like, block off every entry point with additional security you know because you're trying to keep like a burger delivery off campus like it just seems like a whole lot of effort for you know i don't know see this is where my um going to school closed campuses kind of comes into play i personally think that this is a nightmare logistically I would not allow this at my school. Mm -hmm. I just think it's disruptive. Because think of, like, how many kids there are on any given, like, high school campus. And if you have even 10% of those kids, like, ordering lunch, it's like, there's just too many people. It's like, it's like an added nuisance, I feel, to the order I would want on campus. Like, it's all, mm-hmm. it, high school, I feel, is already, like, chaotic, and there's a lot going on. I feel this is just, like, one more thing. And most, um, I feel, high schools don't have enough staff, and it's just, like, a new problem that they need to, like, a new issue that they have to, like, scramble and try to figure out a solution to, like, make things orderly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think, like, when it gets warmer I feel like they're gonna you know as the year gets towards the end kids are a lot more casual everyone's a little more lax this is gonna be happening more and more and more I'm like I you don't need to have your lunch delivered to school like stop it like enough already like I I, I just don't think it's I just don't think it's necessary like stop it like it's too much I didn't even think about this being a problem. So I heard it, I was like, no, absolutely not. We're not doing this here. Are we not doing this here? We? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> me as the head of my imaginary, your, high, school, your imaginary high school. <laughs> I'm not having it. Like, no. Like, mm. no. This is one more thing I have to worry about. <laughs> it's not the thing. <laughs> I have enough on my plate. Oh my gosh, Looking. clearly you have enough on your plate. I, I, I just don't, I don't understand. Oh God, I hate, I hate like technology sometimes. It's like, it's, it's why, 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 why? I don't, I don't know. I don't no. know. I just, I and guess. And like, that's more like loafing and not going to class on time. Cause how often is your food late with these places? All the time. Really? All the time? For me, mm. my food was late quite often. 
depending on where you order your food from. If you order your food from like McDonald's, yeah, sure, that'll probably be on time. But if you order for some place, they have to make your food and blah blah blah. You got a bunch of kids ordering at the same time. Things are yeah, like I just feel like it'll be late. Kids are waiting for their food. They won't be late to class. I just, I just don't. Okay, I just like things to be orderly on school campuses. Yeah, and (laughs) I just, I just don't because again, when there's like a lot, lot of kids, there's so many variables. I just, yeah, I am the like order and discipline person as as a teacher. Like, yeah, that was. I just no, mm -mm. no, you don't need that freedom. You're fine. You, that's what college is for. I used to tell my students that all the time. That's what college is for. Like now, you're just gonna sit here and do this. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. No, I hate this you. Have idea. really strong feelings about this. I do. I was very <laughs> like I, I didn't know that this was a thing. Like someone post a friend posted on her wall, and I was like, I did not know that this was a thing. I don't know why I didn't know that this, you know think that this was a thing. And I absolutely think that this is a logistical nightmare for um, schools and just no, 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 no. Ugh. No. I guess I'm just, I like, I'm remembering one, our high school campus wasn't really that closed. So to me, like, I feel like we had a much, like, especially after a certain time, like, I feel like it was like, in the morning, it was pretty much tight as a shift, but, you know, lots of people, you know, especially seniors get to that point where you're only there part of the day. Um, and so at a certain point, like lots of like, basically like around lunchtime, there was always like this kind of opening up of the campus because people had to leave for various reasons um, and whatever. So I just... Um, yeah, like, I just, it's, I just see it as, to me, I feel like, like I said, like, the solutions to try to make it stop seem harder than the ones to just make it easier. I don't know. But, you know, I guess you could just eat whatever's in your lunchbox. <laughs> eat what's in your lunch tin. <laughs> In your strawberry shortcake metal lunchbox. With a little wax paper wrap sandwich. <laughs> yes, of course. And your apple and your note for mom. Mm-hmm. Do that. In 11th of... grade. <laughs> yes. <laughs> eating. Look, take your, Scooby, take your Scooby-Doo lunchbox and your little yes. thermos that says thermos on it. <laughs> Well, I remember when we were in, was it high school? That might have been like 10th grade or something. It became a thing to have lunch boxes again for for like a brief moment in time. Oh, well, the Hello would, Kitty Posse. Oh. Yeah, I had a, um, it was like a Minnie Mouse head, but it was a lunch pail. It was oh, super cute. Sounds barbaric. What? <laughs> Carried around Minnie's head. head. Yeah, Minnie Mouse head. Out of it. Yep, that's it. Oh my! Uh-huh. But yeah, okay. So <laughs> I'm I'm con. You're pro. Um, 
yeah yeah i said i really don't i don't have i don't have strong feelings like you do (laughs) yeah i have strong feelings for my you know comrades and arms teachers out there like i'll be like no you don't pay me to do another job so no (laughs) i just think of it from like the administration perspective so alrighty, so that is that Uh, that is that all right you're welcome. That's all I've got. Newsworthy. Okay. There you go. Well, viral Vox. So mm-hmm. apparently, we did have a discussion about um, homecoming, Beyonce's mm. um, yes documentary that was released on Netflix a couple of weeks ago, which was going to be one of my topics from a couple of weeks ago. But there you go. We're not going to go back. You've all mm-hmm. seen it. You've um, all seen it. It's amazing. Yeah. Right. So. Um, yesterday at the Billboard Awards that I didn't watch, apparently right. Taylor Swift's opening um, performance was very similar in that she had a marching band as <clears> part <throat> of her set. So the Beehive and the Swifties, I don't know what you call Taylor Swift's fans. <laughs> Swifties? Um, <laughs> I, we call them the Swifties. We, oh no, we after Lucy absolutely call them Swifties for sure the Swifters the Swifties whatever Mm -hmm. um they were you know defending their fave and the beehive was like um are you for real with the uh, marching band (laughs) anyway so they called it people were calling it Mayochella oh Uh, no and my favorite meme which I will share uh on the Facebook is of Beyonce at her show, Taylor Swift's performance at the bottom, and at the top it's like HBCU, and at the bottom it's like PWI. And I was like, yep, that about sums it up. PWI. PWI. Y'all know what a PWI is? Tell me. Like predominantly white institution. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. I don't know if we're the only ones who say it, probably. <laughs> <laughs> or HBCU grads, um, students. Yeah, I was going to say, that's probably like, yeah, I'm sure that's what that is. Yeah, so HBCU versus PWI. The decision was like a big thing. So which way are you going to go? Um, so yeah, so the you know Taylor Swift was PWI, and then the top was Beyonce HBCU. So I was like, yeah, that about sums it up. So whatever. It sounds um, like Taylor's, it. Yeah, like Taylor Swift. Well, my question is, like, nobody in Tay-Tay's camp was like, mm, maybe not, girl. Like, maybe <laughs> you know, like I would like I just I just wonder about. When things like this happen, I really wonder about the that artist's advisors. What and it's a it's a dual question. Do you do you not have people who are honest enough with you to be like, mm, no, girl, or are you so Taylor Swift don't care? Are you so difficult that you can't hear good advice when it's handed to you? I don't think she cares. She does what she wants and you guys deal with it. Because someone, you, you know, I have 
have a friend who is a diehard um, Swifty, mm-hmm. and she was upset that people were talking about, you know, the comparison to Beyonce. It's like, okay, it's clearly it's their bands. It's like, okay, you know, just because Beyonce did a band, nobody else can do a band. And Taylor Swift has bands and her other things. Like, right, because she does a lot of high school based stuff, so there's bands. Mm-hmm. and stuff but I was like to do it on the scale that she did during this time period I was like you know they're talking about the um the rehearsal schedule and like I was like but yeah Beyonce did you know homecoming came out a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. but you know Beachella was a whole year ago so she knew like it wasn't like she was not around or aware of what was going down Ah, shoot. What just happened? (sighs) Did you spill your wine? Yes, that's exactly what happened. Mm, Sorry. Damn it. (sighs) So, um, (laughs) yeah, so she knew better, so whatever, so well, I and the thing is, <clears throat> I think it was almost, if anything, I think that homecoming came as a surprise. Like, I think, you know, like, this was, this was clearly always, like, going to be a knockoff of, of the uh, Beachella. Um, mm-hmm. And having had enough time go by, thinking that, like, okay... It'll, you know, not like like people would have forgotten, but that it Mm -hmm. would just be like not right on the heels of it. But because Homecoming dropped, it's like, oh, you know, like in home, you know, like I think I just think it was not, I think that was not part of the plan. Mm -mm. You know, like Beyonce again is the only person who, like, you know, the most artists have to, you know, promote, promote, promote. She just, goes here yeah here you go here here you go leave me alone um here with everything and it's like ah thank you thank you thank you yeah yeah so so i think that was part of it it was more like uh oh you know we're just gonna put this out it'll be like a whole year later and if you know it'll clearly be a nod to it but like you know Mm -hmm. you know like it'll you know whatever but it was just like okay no we all just spent a good two plus hours of our uh, week, if not more than that, because lots of people watched it multiple oh, times. multiple times. Multiple times. Like, yes, I've seen this like five times. I was like, okay. Right, like have studied it, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, so like, it's not, you know, it's not a faint memory at all. <laughs> it's like fresh on everyone's memory mm-hmm. and like super like being lauded all over again for like the back you know the behind the scenes mm-hmm. look at it and all of that so I think that's like okay yeah that was not part of the plan at all like that was not supposed to be what happened this was supposed to be a totally separate thing and yeah it backfired yeah. so that's pretty funny yeah. I like mayo so it's like mayo cella versus because I saw someone say Taychella on something mm-hmm. yeah I saw mayo cella which I you know, just cackled about Mayo Chella. That's terrible. I know, but it's funny. It is. Um, 
Okay, my tablet has gone off, so please give me a second. One moment um, while we clean up wine, cough, and turn our tablets back on. Oh my god, I just now I have to like really clean my sheets and laundry. Yay, fun, fun, fun for me. Okay, so totally random, but I felt like mentioning it just because um, Wade told me everything because. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I love them. I don't know a single thing that they have ever recorded. The Jonas Brothers? Um, okay, sure. Yeah, I like their like <laughs> their post Jonas Brothers stuff. Like, like what? Stuff. I don't I don't know anything about them other than their brothers. Um God, like Joe was in a group. Um and then, like, did Cakes by the Ocean, which was, like, a nice little party song. And then Nick did, like, a solo album. It's, his songs are pretty good, like, very R&B vibey. Mm-hmm. So I like, I like them. And the other brothers just got married and Kevin just, like, the fact that I know their names. So, yeah. You really so, do know a lot about these guys. Yeah, and, but I don't know anything that they did as the Jonas Brothers. I only okay. know, like, kind of what they did before. And I like to look at Joe. You'd like to I look think, at him. Yeah, I think Joe's pretty cute. Oh, okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you like to look at him. Got yes, him. I like I like to look at his face. So <laughs> <laughs> I just like to stare into his eyes and yeah, think about him. His face and I like <laughs> and uh, that. So yeah. um as we That's mentioned great. before, Nick got married to Priyanka Chopra like a few months oh, right. ago. Right, right, right. And so apparently yesterday he was engaged, but they finally got married. Joe Jonas got married to Sophia Turner, who you watch Game of Thrones, right? No. Oh, I don't know why I thought you watched Game of Thrones. No, okay. girl. Game of Thrones is on HBO. I do not have HBO. Okay. I. Um, again, stopped watching Game of Thrones in the second season sometime. Um, I'm very excited for everyone who's, who who is very excited about this I'm excited for them too, and I have no idea what anybody talks about. But like, I like it's like it makes me want to watch it because I know that no. I would like it. But you would love it. But I just, you know, it's like, now I just feel like, oh, it's such an endeavor. Like, you'd have to, you know, it's obviously, like, start from the beginning, make your way through it all. Like, it just but feels you, like a whole ends, lot. it ends, like, you can just, like, binge it. But I told you my issues with it. It was, it's that stereotype, you know, like, they all look alike. All the guys, like, looked alike. I could never tell who was who. Oh, I they hate were that. All just kind of, like brown hair like intense you know, very face. handsome intense face <laughs> like, okay like you guys all look alike i have to pay attention there are too many characters no thanks and they used to come on like pretty late too so i'm like oh gosh i can't watch this at this time of night mm-hmm. so never mind so yeah and that's I the was... other thing it's a very like pay attention show i feel like you'd have to there's yeah, lots of storylines and, and yeah, yeah. lots of people and <clears throat> I was really um because again another person I like to look at his face and everything else is Jason Momoa 
And he mm. was on the first season, and I think he died in the second season. So once he died, I was kind of like, oh, well, never mind. So that was also a part of it. So I was like, mm-hmm. that, that was the thing that kept me interested. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so... So yeah, so he Joe, Joe Jonas married um, one of the main characters from Game of Thrones. So they oh, okay. got married in Vegas by Elvis after the Billboard Music Awards. They just oh, wow. they did got that. hitched. Yeah, but they had like a bunch of people there, like Diplo, who's a um, DJ, like did the reception or whatever. So it was like spur of the moment but like rich people spur of the moment where like 50 right. of their friends came with them so <laughs> and a sounds like DJ. fun yeah yeah it looked like they had a blast she had a little white dress on and you know they were dressed like they were yeah <laughs> getting married so awesome awesome for them um nice. and um baby watch okay so Yes, Eva Marcel, who is a who was season three winner or cycle three, as Tyra likes to say, uh-huh. of America's Next Top Model, and now Real Housewife of Atlanta, mm-hmm. is expecting a baby with her husband Michael Sterling. This would be baby two with hubby, and she's also has a baby by her crazy baby dad, daddy. We've uh-huh. talked about on the show yes. previously. Yes. Yeah. So Kim <clears throat> so yeah, so she's expecting her baby. She had a little birth announcement. And this on the heels of the end of Real Housewives of Atlanta, the reunion. I honestly can't keep up with the show very much because mm-hmm. it's just too much. But I love to watch the reunion because I feel re- the reunions, I get the gist of it. I get everything I need plus the resolution and the drama of them having seen the show. And now uh-huh. mad at other, each other about what was said in the little confessionals. Oh, no. So it's like three episodes I can watch, and I know everything that happened during the season and like the added drama. So I'm like, why do I watch the season? Just watch the reunion. You're good. Just watch the reunion. You just go. watch the reunion. And so I just went through <clears> that, and it was great. What a great season. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> You so, are ridiculous. Fantastic. I love it. I can't. Yeah, so so that was that. And, oh, speaking of baby watch. Mm-hmm. Um, so when is cousin Megan having his baby? I feel like any minute now, right? I thought like if she was having his baby, is it was in May? I thought so. And I and that's when you said baby watch. That's what I thought you were gonna talk about. Um Cause I I didn't I don't I didn't look up the article, but I've seen people kind of like just randomly posting things about the royals here and there. Yeah, um, how she hasn't been out recently. Yeah, and she's not gonna do the step thing like um, Kate does, which I always feel is like so. Like I get what you know, like as the royal family, they have to do it, but that's just so horrible for the mom. <laughs> like. It's rough. I mean, because usually it's like the next day, right? Like, yes, it's get like out this bed, put on a dress, and some throw on some makeup. And, yeah, yeah, get all prettied up and hold this little wrinkled baby and smile for the cameras. So I'm just like, oh, so she's like, I'm not doing that. So I was like, all right, girl. Yeah, I'm not mad at her. Mm-mm. It's a whole lot. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because I was like, it's like chaos. It's chaos. Like I said, you know, because we were in London when um, um, Georgie was born. That's right. It was just insane. It was insane. Yeah. So, but like this, I mean, this baby, it's, I mean, I'm excited about this baby, but I feel like from a British perspective, this baby isn't as big a deal because he's not, I mean, he would be in line to the throne, but by like, he's behind a million people, right? Yeah, he's behind, um, well, because Charles isn't on the throne yet. So William, and now they have three kids because now the their daughter is in line of succession now. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, like with Prince Charles's sibling, his um his sister got um Princess Anne got pushed to the back. Um because oh. of you know, she's a girl. Because of the so div- the- oh okay. No, just like she none of her kids because of well, she married a civilian and they didn't want the kids to have titles. So her kids her husband didn't want the kids to have titles, so her kids don't have titles. Okay, got it. Um, but like she, you know, is still like you know a princess, but she didn't because at that time, you know, it wasn't if you have the male heir takes precedent over the women. So sure, even though she was, I think, the second oldest, she wasn't. Yeah, um, she was behind her brothers. So, right. Um, so that's not going to be the case for Princess Charlotte. You know, she's like in line, you know, by birth. So uh-huh. yeah, so it's like Charles, William, their three kids. Then um why can I remember his name? I was like, what's Megan's husband's name? <laughs> Harry. <laughs> Harry, then their kids. Right. So yeah. Yeah. So, so I feel like, like yeah. no way he's going to, or right. he or she, whatever. Right. I mean, like, but you never so know. Many, you never know. But I mean, a lot of things would have to go wrong. Yeah. Well, one person would have to meet a Wallace Simpson, and there um, you go. There you go. Oh, there. There goes there. Oh God, I can't wait for the new crown to come out. It's gonna take forever. Oh, uh, it's gonna be great. I know. Helen Bonham, Bonham Carter is just a wackadoo and I love her and I love that she's going to be playing Margaret. Oh, she's going to be so good. She's going to be so good. And <clears throat> I can't remember the name of the actress, but they I had seen the picture of the girl who's going to play Diana and she's gorgeous. Mm. Did you see that? I can't remember. I can't remember. It I've was, seen pictures and stuff, but I can't remember her name. I can't remember her name, but Netflix like has been posting about it. On Facebook. Yeah, very exciting. Very exciting. Okay, yeah, so yeah, so I feel like Megan's baby's supposed to be here any day now. Yeah, so all of that um, didn't do the good, bad, and the ugly just because uh, this is still just so crazy. So John Singleton. Oh, so sad. So, so as you know, iconic filmmaker, director, John Singleton passed away this week at the age of 51. Mm. Um, you know, he is best known for his groundbreaking film that he basically started filming when he was 22. 
right after graduating from FC film school yeah so you know 22 years old became the first african-american to be nominated for the best director um in the best director category at the oscars and to this day he's still the youngest nominee for best director yeah that's amazing yeah so you know again like you know, Boys in the Hood was, you know, very groundbreaking. Like, I remember when Boys in the Hood came out, I remember going, I was telling the story the other day, I remember going to the Baldwin Theater. Wow. Much to my chagrin, because I did not, because, you know, like, there was, like, a lot of shootings and stuff going on at different yes. movie theaters around when Boys in the Hood came out. And I was like, so we gonna go to the Baldwin Theater. Right, why? across Right across the street from the jungles. Right. That's where we're choosing to go. Right. Okay. So, yeah, I was very, like, can we go anywhere? Okay. Anywhere yeah. else, okay. right. Right. So, but, but it was very incident-free, but I was still not able to enjoy the movie <laughs> in E. So, yeah, so Boys in the Hood, another one of my favorites with one of my faves. Poetic Justice. Oh, God, Poetic Justice. Oh, my God. Can I just tell you how I wore those braids for my entire senior year? (laughs) Tanisha just posted a picture of me with my Poetic Justice braids recently. And I was like, oh, Oh God, Janet. I'm trying to think. I'm like, did I have them before, though? Because I remember, like, it, I felt it was, like, poetic justice, but I also because of just how I would dress, I, I felt very, like, Denise Huxtable with uh. mine. Because sometimes mine were, like, super super long. So, I can't remember, but it was, like, I know it was, like, between sophomore and senior year that I, like, was into the grades. So, yeah, so just, like, Poetic justice, higher learning. Mm-hmm. Just, higher learning. Oh my god, I did too. I don't know. Yeah. You know, again, that was just so much good stuff. Yeah, baby boy, which was epic. So um, yeah. So just so many like great films, Rosewood. Mm, Rosewood is so good. Rosewood yeah. is like really one that's like um under appreciated I feel like it was like it was so like you know like so much like historical information from what he it was but I mean it was a really good film and it was so like so much history that people don't get taught you know and Mm -hmm. you know like it was it hit on a lot of levels um and just well done and like a million people in it like a million people I felt like all of Black Hollywood was in Rosewood um to this day that is a movie that I've never seen really yeah I just never wanted to see it like stuff like that just makes me like angry it is, and it sad is it is it and is that so yeah. i just i've never i was like i can't watch this like i know about this stuff like i'm a history major so i was like i know about this stuff i don't want to see it dramatized like i just i just can't so like it's just been one of those movies like i'll see it i'm like oh maybe i should watch it i'm like mm, no i can't so i will bring myself to watch that movie at some point <laughs> It's like goodbye. It is good. Um, 
but it's definitely yeah. that like it's definitely like a yeah it just makes you angry mm-hmm. makes you make you want to holler kind of movies um yeah. what i did the other day like kind of yeah, let me go in there too so it's like i just love oh, the south the south the south the south mm-hmm. okay so um that's it like yeah we missed like there was some juicy stuff going on while we were on our self-imposed hiatus <laughs> um you know the whole wendy williams thing that was all so good mm. oh with her like divorcing the husband kicking him what did she do was like fire him and she like... fired him as her manager fired mm-hmm. him as you know executive producer producer of her talk show um like yeah she's gotten a new manager um she has had gave him so many days to vacate from their home that's right and um he bought the mistress baby mama a car and she repossessed the car oh that's right that's wild so good yeah wow i was like how dare you go and floss with my money so, I mean, it's yeah, he's it's beyond the pale, but they've yeah, it's a whole lot, yeah. whole lot. So so that was yeah, so lots of stuff going on. The Wilsons were doing big things. So um, who? Oh, the Wilsons, Russell Wilson out here getting oh, big, he, big uh, checks. Yes, and um, giving sharing the wealth with his um offensive lineman, which That's is awesome. very nice of him. And they've now like started a company where they're going to be creating digital content or something like that. Oh, cool! So, yeah, so they're doing a whole, whole lot. So I love it. Good for them. Oh, and the baby turned two with her cute little self, little sassy self. Oh, um, sweet! Two yeah. already. Jeez, time flies. I know. I know, especially when, when you don't see some. Yeah, when we don't know them. Yeah. Yeah, when you know <laughs> when they're not actually your friends, right? Right, gosh, this is like only yesterday. It seems like just the other day. I read an I article s- about you getting born. I saw you on yeah, yeah, the birth announcement on Instagram. Right. <laughs> oh, oh that's terrific. Oh my yeah. god. And so, um, so yeah, and um. Yeah, so that's all I want to talk about. I'm good. Um, <laughs> how was your month, week? How was my month? Um, I would say that um, for me, like the biggest highlight from this past week was I uh, f- finally we had uh, the big wedding day for my couple. Um, so I officiated my first wedding. Um and it was great. Like it was, it was just such a great day. I was so pleased with how everything turned out. Um, and more importantly, um, the bride and groom had a great time. Everything went really smoothly. Um, and um, yeah, it was just, it was just, and then it was just a fun night. Like we, um, the ceremony um was called for five um and I kept it pretty tight the liturgy pretty tight so we pretty much had like a half hour ceremony 
And then it was just, you know, party for the rest of the night. I mean, I was exhausted. It's part of the reason I'm sick because I was, I was fending off this cold all last week. Um, and as I, as the wedding was approaching, cause I was like, okay, no, I can't be sick. I can't be sick. So I was literally like downing like vitamin C and zinc and like all my like homeopathic stuff to like, you know, boost my immune system last week. Cause I was like, no, 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 can't do it. But that day of the wedding, I, I moved my hair appointment up. So I was like, um, got my hair done earlier than normal, which meant I was at the hairdresser at 5.30, in the chair at 5.30. Mm -hmm. Um, And then from there, it was, it was go, go, go. Like I, you know, I went to work for a few hours so that I didn't have to take a sick day, you know, for the whole day. I went from work to um, work to get my makeup done, from getting my makeup done to the venue. And then I was at the venue until, like, I didn't leave the reception until about 11.15 that night, and it was all the way out in Santa Clarita, so I didn't get home till midnight. So I'd basically been going since 5 in the morning till midnight. So, of course, I was, like, knocked out. Slept in Saturday and woke up with a cold, Hmm. which you can still hear. So, Mm -hmm. but it was all worth it. A good time was had by all. And I also was just really pleased because got so much like really, really generous feedback on the ceremony. Awesome. So that's been, I mean, it's kind of been ongoing, which has been really nice, you know, because of course it was all like work people. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah. Um, and then also like other people, like they're on their honeymoon, but they like had been texting me like thanks and um, pictures of them on their honeymoon and stuff. They're in Maui. They're having a great time. And oh, um yes. It was really cute. She sent me a text that someone, I don't know who, like I'm assuming it's like um, one of her either family or other friends, not like not someone that we mutually know, sent her a text and said something like, (coughs) it was basically like the lady who married you was awesome. She needs to marry everybody in America. (laughs) Oh, how sweet. (laughs) Isn't that sweet? So I was like, Aww. oh, my gosh, that's, like, really, really sweet coming from someone that, you know, like, don't know yeah, at all or whatever. Yeah, that, that lady. lady. That lady. <laughs> that lady. Can, we, can we just get that lady to just do stuff for everybody? <laughs> that will be great. Thanks. Oh, so I was like, that's so kind. So anyhow, um, so, yeah, so I feel like I've kind of been consumed with that <clears throat> all last week or, you know, leading up leading up to last week and through last week. Now I'm recovering from this cold. <clears throat> so I apologize for all the coughing. And um, and then the other thing I'm working on is um, I am um, going to start the remodel on the half bathroom uh, next mm-hmm. week. So just doing a couple of things. Um, you know, it's like spring, so I feel like <laughs> This is a good time to do stuff. Um, I am having, so my furnace that's in the, in my condo is the same furnace that's been here 
apparently for like over 20 years. So it's completely debunked. I had it checked out back in November, kind of like in anticipation of the weather getting colder. And back then when they checked it, they were like, um, yeah, it's basically bent, like bending at the seams and seeping carbon monoxide. (laughs) So it was like, okay, well, let's just, you know, and so the guy was like, I really think you should just, just to be safe, like, he's like, you definitely should not run it. And just to be safe, you should probably just have it turned off altogether. So I was like, yeah, why don't you go ahead and do that? So I went through all the like colder months uh, with no heat at all, like no heat option um, in my central heat. Um, So I was like, yeah, I really do need to get that taken care of. So that we're taking care of that next week, this time next week, they're coming over to do that. Get a brand new, brand new furnace, brand new thermostat, filter, blah, blah, blah. That's the whole shebang. And then I just wanted to get that out of the way. And then my contractor, the same guy who did the kitchen and everything. Okay. um, He's coming. He already, he'd already come by to give me a quote. And so we're going to get started on the half bath and get that powder room. Mm-hmm. looking looking like the rest of the house <clears throat> so the only other thing that I'm gonna ask him about I just want to get an idea is that um so I have the original hardwood floors as you're well aware mm-hmm. <clears throat> I need to find out what happened at the last HOA meeting which was earlier this week because um there's there was talk about passing you know, so rule about hardwood floors, um, how they have to be um, in the it period, like it's, but particularly in second floor units, which mine is, um, and um, you know, mostly for noise issues. Okay, some technical difficulties there. Okie dokie. All right, that's much better. Hello. Hello again. So I love that movie. Okay. Hello again. What? What movie? Hello again. That's a movie. Mm-hmm. Go on. So, I um, was saying about the hardwood floors. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason that I would do them would be for my benefit. <laughs> because um i feel like there's you know that you know my downstairs neighbors they don't have any issues with me like i'm pretty quiet they don't hear me at all um but i do hear them as you're well aware i have Mm -hmm. um had many sound issues and part of it is because i have the original hardwood floors and the original hardwood floors are just that like it's just the It's pretty thin, like, it's not like, um, they're thin planks, not just like how wide they are, but they're like the actual, like, dimension of the thickness of the wood itself. Right. And then, um, and it's just those thin little floors over, um, over subfloor, which is, you know, also super thin, and then that's it. So, like, the only thing between me and them are those two thin layers of wood, um, so there's no cushioning, there's no, um, no, there's no sound absorption. Um, 
so as much as I love the floors and like the original floors are really nice and they're in really good condition and I've actually not done anything to them when I moved in they were already like this like polished and ready to go um so even though I really like them mm-hmm. um I you know I feel like so I'm I'm debating I really just need to find out how much would it cost because it's not like it would be um obviously like the kitchen and the bathrooms or whatever it like altogether my whole place is 910 square feet so it's tiny but um and then you would subtract you know the square footage for those those rooms that don't need hardwood um so it'd basically be the bedroom the two bedrooms the dining room the living room and the hallway um so i'm interested to find out how much that would actually cost to put in new hardwood including like a sound you know a sound barrier barrier okay so you know so there's that there's like figuring uh, you know finding out what the cost is and then also like do I want how much do how inconvenienced do I want to be because it's going to be a big pain in the butt because um, obviously I'm not going anywhere <laughs> so they would have to do the whole room by room you know empty out okay. one room move out of one room do the floor in there put everything back move out of another you know so uh i've already done that one time so <laughs> i just feel like i really want to do that again so we'll see um so yeah that's what's going on over here what about you um Gosh, I'm so boring, but I've just been working. Mm-hmm. I'm so tired. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's it. I did go to like a very interesting class mm. on Tuesday, I believe. Yeah, Tuesday, because I usually do this on Wednesday, but I didn't. No, no, no. I'm sorry, I can't go back. It was Wednesday. I usually did try to class on Wednesday. On the history of Atlanta. Oh, that is interesting. Mm-hmm. So, talked about, you know, some of the, how, you know, it started and, like, some of the neighborhoods and all that good stuff. So, it was very interesting. Um, yeah. So, I'm glad I did that. And, um, some of my fair alma mater like made an appearance. I'm sure early on, um, kind of something that was like God. Now I can't. I wrote it down. I know um, some like early building or whatever is like where our campus is right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so yeah, so it was just that was very interesting. And again, all those names we saw in Oakland Cemetery were. Mm-hmm. Um, throughout the presentation, I um, bet. Yeah, and so kind of like I said, like talked about like the founding of the neighborhoods, and then a little bit about like, um, just like the history of certain na- particular neighborhoods, and like kind of ended in like what the values are now and entry into those neighborhoods in terms of purchasing. Mm-hmm. So it was all very interesting. I enjoyed it. And she has a couple more classes, so. I think I'll be into taking those as well. Um, 
It's like both your interests, real estate and history. That's what I said. I was like, because she's like, I drove pretty far because it was all the way in Gwinnett. And Mm -hmm. I've been trying to take this class for months now. And I finally was able to get in one. So I took the drive. Nice. A a trek. So I was like, yeah, I've been trying to take this class forever. So, yeah. So I'm very (laughs) excited about that. Um. Yeah, work is going good. I reached a officially a major um, milestone at work, so I'm mm-hmm. excited about that. So that was awesome. Um, and yeah, I'm just kind of preparing myself for the summer months. Summer months are coming. Mm-hmm. So, and hopefully uh, my new um, partner in crime will be ready. Oh, that's right. Running, so. When is her test? She said, when's her test or, or her next? Wednesday. Okay. Wow. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Her test is on Wednesday. Yep. So. Very okay. exciting. Yep. Here's what you, let's just start here. Here you go. Boom. Yeah. All this. So hit the ground running. So that's exciting. Um, trying to think of anything else that happened. I'm sure something happened to me that was um, fun or entertaining, but I'm too tired to think about. I just want to go to sleep in my wine drenched bed right now and do it. Oh no, it's all on your bed. I'm sorry. It's on the side of bed I don't sleep on. So I'm like, yeah, this is just going to wait until the morning. I'm not. <laughs> wow. I know. I'm not tending to this like in the way that I should at 11.47 at night. So It's a whole lot. Yeah, I was like, I, I don't. I don't have an Emmy, so I'm about to go to bed. Like, we're getting off this in, like, a minute or two, so, and then I'm going to sleep. There you go. Immediately. So, yeah, I can't. I've been cooking. I'm excited about that. Oh, that's right. You've been doing a really good job cooking. Mm-hmm. Although, like, because I've been, like, late a couple of days, um, with work, I've been getting takeout, so I'm trying to go back to um, what I was doing before, so very exciting. So yeah, I made like these meatballs, turkey meatballs with mushroom and um, bell peppers and a gouda mozzarella like grits instead of polenta. I did grits. Oh, yum. And roasted broccoli. So that was like my lunch for today and tomorrow there was enough for tomorrow too so so fancy yes well i make a french omelet every morning for breakfast <laughs> that's right what was i thinking i'm saying yeah yeah when you start your day with a french omelet give me a break yeah, they're so good put a little turmeric in there uh, for mm-hmm. you know Anti-inflammation, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. I do that. I was like, that's an easy way to add that into. And I bought some kombucha because Publix had it on sale. And so Hmm. I was like, I'm turned off by kombucha because of like the probiotic thing. 
But then I was like, it's good for me. I need to do something. So I like the, what you call it, the belly thing. The Good belly? Yeah, I do like mm-hmm. it. But I was like, I'll try the, the probiotics. Were on, the um, kombucha was on sale. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll do some kombucha. So hopefully one is like a turmeric and <coughs> ginger. One's like a lavender. Mm-hmm blueberry or something like that so I was like I'm gonna take that in tomorrow with me so I gotta be up at 6 o'clock in the morning so I need to go to bed alright well it's been fun thanks for tuning in listening audience yes we appreciate you and now I feel like I have to cough you transferred your cough to me sorry Voodoo, burn you on a stake, you're a witch. The voodoo that I do. Okay. All right. (laughs) Bye. Wait Tell Me Everything is written and produced by Kristen and Andrea. Find all available listening platforms at anchor.fm forward slash wait tell me everything. Subscribe, rate, and review to help us get the word out and get social with us on our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter and IG at WaitTellMePod. Questions, feedback, or something you'd like us to tackle? Email us at WaitTellMeEverything at gmail.com.